for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station, with 24 hours of commercial-free programming. The Green Room is The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Check out shantigreen.com for the link to Amazon's incredibly easy online shopping. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green. All right, everyone, welcome to The Green Room. We're doing it live here on uh, LA Talk Radio. Feel free to give us a call at any point in the program. 323-203-0815. I'm here with my main man, Logan Leistakow, my left-hand man. How you doing, Logan? Pretty good. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Thanks for asking. What was uh, what happened on the little fumble in the reading? I don't know. The music was so loud, and when I I usually hear my voice in my headphones, and I didn't hear it. So oh, okay. It you good? Uh, you good now? Yeah, I can hear it. It's kind of quiet, but. All right, you can just turn up the uh, headphone yeah, jack. Just... You need to turn it up loud, Logan. We got a big show today. We have uh, besides you. Uh, sitting in here as my uh, loyal sidekick. We also have uh, <laughs> Celeste Thornson coming into the studio, a beautiful actress. Um, you can see her on such stuff as Destination X TV. Um, she's also on a uh, show that she produces herself called The Industry. And where I saw her was she was on this skit um, with Jimmy Kimmel. I'll uh, play you a clip if you hadn't heard I'll uh, get this going real quick. All right. Here's a uh, – this is a little skit she started. You know, like Jimmy Kimmel there in the monologue, they throw the random stuff. Here was a skit she was in. New mother of twins Sarah Jessica Parker said some interesting things in the upcoming issue of Elle magazine. She said she, quote, loves the smell of diapers, especially when they're wet and warm. That's gross, right? I mean, that's not – uh, in fact, Sarah Jessica Parker loves the smell of diapers so much she wants everyone to be able to smell them all the time. So essentially, now she's uh, it's a perfume, right? Yeah, it's a perfume ad, and she's she's dressed up with this guy, uh, you know, you know, like one of those uh, French Riviera commercials. You know, she's. She's a beautiful chick, and but she's wearing like this diaper that's just soaked in, <laughs> you know, what's presumably obviously the fake urine. Thing ever? Yeah, exactly. So a huge turn on, and I was like, we got to get this chick in studio. Uh, she was in that, and then there's some guy with, um, you know, some other like super strapping guy who's having the. Was he wearing a diaper? <laughs> no, he wasn't Don't wearing care. a diaper. She was actually wearing the diaper on her face, which was. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if you're into that, Logan, but it was Whoa. it was funny. It made the point. That's what I don't understand. Uh, Jim, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news, but Adam Lambert, not only was he banned from Good Morning America, they weren't allowed, they didn't let him uh, perform on Good Morning America, but they also ABC also canceled his appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Who's Adam Lambert? <laughs> <laughs> Adam Lambert, uh, I think he got like second place in American Idol or whatever. Openly gay, oh. um, Adam Lambert. If you see, 
He, well, he was banned because I guess uh, the American Music Awards, he told them he was going to do this certain performance, which was, you know, a regular performance. And then he comes out and he does this super, super homoerotic performance with, yeah. uh, you know, these dancers who are tied up in uh, leashes and he's dragging them around and he's, you know, shoving their, <laughs> he's taking these backup dancers and shoving their face in his crotch. Which wow. that's got to that's got to be a tough gig as a backup dancer. So basically, he told him he, he was going to do one thing. He did something totally uh, completely different. ABC is ABC is going you know like flipping out against him like oh you can't do this blah blah. blah. Meanwhile, you know this woman has a diaper rub, rubbed against her face. I guess it's less uh, it's not quite as disturbing. It's more Christian to put a diaper in your face. <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily the Christian ethics that they're worried about. Well, Logan. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm thinking of just retiring from entertainment completely. No. Yes, Logan. I'm so, don't try. Don't try and talk me out of it, Logan. I'm gonna retire from entertainment because after watching Steven Seagal Lawman last night, it's not. It's not worth trying. It's not worth trying. You look at this man. You watch that television program. It is the most compelling thing I've seen in God knows how long. I've talked about the show before, but basically, it, Steven Seagal. Um, I guess he was doing some shooting some movie, and then uh, you know he's an expert in martial arts, so he showed some of these other cops how to how to do his uh, martial arts style, Aikido. I guess they were so impressed with it, they offered him a job, and he's been a part-time police officer ever since. And then now, now you got to be taken in. You're part That's of the right. force with Steven Seagal. Oh man, it is amazing. First off, it's it's so great just to see him. Uh, deal with these other cops. Like Steven Seagal is really fat. I don't know if you've seen Steven Seagal <laughs> lately. And if you're a really fat police officer, the one thing you don't want to be doing is spending a lot of time down in the bayou. Like he's just, he's just, he's got this second chin going, and he's, oh. he's just sweating the entire time. But God damn it, he's. I, I mean, I'm, I'm amazed by Steven Seagal. He's. All right. He. <laughs> <laughs> Did he break uh, down some walls for you? He broke down a lot of walls. He broke down. I mean, he he just opened my mind of what is entertaining. The way they sh- shoot this thing is amazing. It's like cops, but then it's just narrated the entire time with Steven Seagal, like, you know, as a martial arts expert, uh, I've had years of martial arts experience. I I I, I notice things more frequently than the other person. And then what they do is they do these <laughs> they do these great POV shots of Steven Seagal like basically you take you're you're the viewer you're taken into you Steven Seagal's st- eyes and you're you're like you he they show you this Hawkeye vision as he's scoping out these projects in New Orleans flip of the wrist a slight cock of the foot gives <laughs> gives away what they're up to and then he you know, oh man Does it's just he so kneel at the top of buildings. But does he what? Tall buildings? No, does he, he kneel. Like, he, well, he he kneels when he's winded after chasing after these criminals. Because he's he's, <laughs> Cause he's, he's never the first guy there. I mean, I'm sure it's part of you know being the reserve police officer. He's not like the actual police officer. He's always the last guy to the scene. But he's always he always immediately comes in, takes charge, tase that guy, tase him. Yeah, all right, yeah, tase <laughs> him. And he's hel- he's helping the other guy learn how to shoot. Just push that bullet through. Take that. See that hole? Just push that through the next one. And he does it. I, it could be, it could be complete uh, BS, but who knows? But goddamn, Steven Seagal is amazing. He walks into this training program where he's training these other police officers, and he goes, first off, they, I don't, I, I want to do a drinking game of just the times where they mention either he was, he's a former movie star or he is a movie star, and also times that he mentions martial arts because if you, if you had a drinking game for that, you would be, you would get alcohol poisoning. He walks into the uh, training program with these other cops, and 
looks at all these cops. He's like, you can either. You can either stand here and look at me and go, oh, hey, this is uh, Steven Seagal, the movie star. Or you can look at me and listen and think, hey, Steven Seagal, he may save my life one day. <laughs> and then he's wow. And oh man, these cops are just like the doughiest bunch of cops. And he's doing these like arm grabs and Aikido wrist throws. And these these cops. What city is it? Uh, it's New Orleans. It's New oh. Orleans. So oh, yeah, uh, you're right, you said that. Right. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the, of course, these uh, you know people in the projects reacting to Steven Seagal. That's hilarious. Oh my God, that's Steven Seagal. Can I get your <laughs> autograph? <laughs> Or, you know, he, he talks kind of like ghetto and stuff. It's really it's really one of the most entertaining things I've seen in a long time. Make sure you check out Steven Seagal Lawman. They're previewing next time. On the next episode, He it's something to do with police dogs. I didn't really get a good uh, idea of what happened, but I think there's a chance that Steven Seagal is attacked by police dogs and shows you a way to take down police dogs. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure of that. Um, but, yeah, speaking of martial arts, I'm about to get into martial arts myself, Logan. I don't know if you remember last week, but I talked about uh, my buddy, Zach. I was the best man at his wedding, and the best man gift they gave to us was a katana sword. You know, a martial arts, a real sword. And wow. uh, I don't know, obviously, I'm like a pretty clumsy guy, and uh, you know, a lot of people in my life were worried about the possibility <laughs> of me having a sword, and that just makes me angry and wanting to use my sword. Because I didn't, I didn't bring it with me back on the plane. Um, I'm waiting for my sword to be, uh, it's, I guess it recently shipped. So the sword countdown is on, and I was thinking about my katana sword, and it uh, brought back memories uh, of this classic YouTube moment uh, where a guy is demonstrating a sword on QVC. And listen up. <laughs> 1101-1816 is the item number on this one. And the nice thing about these practice katanas... Oh! Oh, that hurt. <laughs> Oh, that hurt big time. <laughs> I love it. He's still selling the sword. This didn't this didn't hurt a little bit, Logan. This hurt big this time. Hurt big time. It, essentially, he's he's showing the durability of the sword by banging the Which sword doesn't on. Doesn't exist because it fell right apart. <laughs> yeah, immediately. He, he, he's banging the sword on the table, and then the sword somehow breaks, does a 180, the blade, and nips him <laughs> in the gut, and then he immediately falls over behind the table. Oh, that hurt big time. <laughs> I love he's still in pitch mode. Oh, yeah. that hurt big time. A piece time. of that just, the tip just got me, Odell. Odell. Oh, that got me good. <laughs> the accent combined with him referencing Odell off camera is just too funny. Yeah. Oh, oh it hurts so much, Odell. Odell, can you call the police? <laughs> oh, that got me big time. You all right? A piece of that. And then now now Odell, of course. <laughs> so it, it's so hilarious because now they just have this blank shot because the this uh the main guy fell down on the ground so Odell comes in and tries to save it you all right a piece of that tip just got me oh Folks, my. right now we uh <laughs> he's not the, he's not the best improviser uh <laughs> may need emergency surgery in the studio <laughs> I, this is I my favorite. That he said that. This is my favorite part because not, not he doesn't say it's an emergency or we may or have we to call an ambulance. Yeah. He he real he eyes this situation up and he knows that they need emergency surgery in the studio. When have you ever heard that? Where if anyone out there in TV land can hear me, we need emergency surgery in the studio. Yeah, because I'm sure a lot of uh, on-call surgeons, what are they doing? They're sitting at home watching QVC, buying swords. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, I gotta listen to that again. May need emergency surgery 
in the studio. <laughs> Uh, how great would that be if they get the emergency surgery studio and they, the the irony is they use the katana sword blade to cut him up and like, now, wait just, a minute though does that guy is there a little comic tinge on the end of that sentence I think he's maybe making a joke may need emergency surgery in the studio in yeah. the studio <laughs> but I mean if he, I'll give, all right, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He is making a joke, but isn't that the worst time to make a joke? The guy yeah, literally yeah. just cut himself with his own product, his own katana blade. He's uh, he's on the floor saying, oh, Odell, this hurt big time. He, the guy walks over, looks at him on the ground. Instead of helping picking him up, perhaps I, – I, I'm, no, I'm no surgeon, obviously – Maybe you stop the bleeding. Maybe you get. Maybe you grab a towel and push it up against his open wound. But no, your your first your first instinct is, oh my god, we're gonna need emergency surgery. Jesus Christ. I'm was sure that the guy was okay. By the way. Yeah, I'm sure he was. And you know what? You want to know? Uh, maybe this is maybe it was fate because Odell, or I'm pretty sure it's the same guy, Odell, that was in this clip who takes over for the guy who got hit by the katana blade. Um. <laughs> Now he has his own show. One of the benefits of having DirecTV, Logan, is that one of the channels you get is the infomercial channel. It's mm-hmm. a channel that just has infomercials going 24-7. One of my favorite pro... Well, first off, there's a Shop Erotica show, which is... <sighs> if you enjoy unintentional comedy like Steven I, Seagal Lawman, <laughs> you will that. enjoy Shop Erotica. It's basically QVC, but just with all sex toys. And but they talk so straightforwardly. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. This uh, this rotates in two ways. Oh, wow. That's very nice. Oh, hey. <laughs> and then they have – the funny thing is they have two phone numbers on there, one for men, one for women. I don't know. I guess, <laughs> like, if you're too ashamed to talk to right. – like, oh, I – I, I, I'm too ashamed to order this product from a woman. i got to call the men line. I don't really understand what happens there. But besides Shop Erotica, my, my honest-to-God favorite show on that program is The Knife Show. Right. Essentially what it is, a one-hour show where all they do is Odell sells you knives. Different knife <laughs> packages. And these guys are great performers. Like Being a performer, you got to admire the kind of enthusiasm they bring with these different knife packages. Every time they're so, oh my... No, we can't do 216 knife piece. Like they have all these different random uh, collections of uh, honey knives, different, buck knives, different metals. They, they were selling canes that turned into swords. Like essentially a, a a cane, but that you could unsheath a sword with like a skull on top of it. Wow. Now, I, if you're not if you're not arming vigilante armies with this, I don't know who is. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way you can defend. You can use a sword cane for de- self defense. Oh, my God. Some of the people out here, Logan. Oh, man. But uh, let's be honest. The biggest story. What's the biggest story this week, Logan? We all know. We all know. Going to war? (laughs) You're like, no, not even close. No. Well, all right. We can can talk about that. What's your take on Obama sending over 30,000 more troops? We're going to more war. I really don't have a very good opinion. I mean, I don't have an opinion yet because I don't know much about it. But everyone is hating on him for it, though. Yep. And everyone's saying he's just like Bush and all this stuff. But he did say that he wanted to send more people to Afghanistan the whole time. And now everyone's acting like he's going against some his word, but they imagined that he said he wasn't going to send more troops. Well, I think he I that. think he gave well, he was really against the Iraq troop buildup and and similar methods that Bush took in Iraq, so I think a lot of people thought, "Oh, okay, he's going to apply the same policy at Afghanistan." I don't know. I just 
What is sending 30,000 troops over there and then is setting this uh, arbitrary deadline of, okay, 18 months from now, we're going to start bringing troops back? I, I don't think telling the the uh, Taliban, okay, we're going to send these troops over, but only for 18 more months, and then and then you guys got to be out of here. It's They're not going to – Well, if the anything, best weapon of the United States is misinformation too. So sometimes they put <laughs> stuff over the news, seriously. All right. I maybe mean, I don't know is, if the pre- it would come is, out of the president's mouth like that, but – it's just aggravating to me because you know he he's 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 campaigned on the entire promise of change. It doesn't seem like anything has changed really, except that a the television is on a lot more TV programs. I'm not racist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Logan used to be a huge racist before Barack Obama came into office. I voted for him. That proves I'm not racist. Yeah, exactly. You have a lot of black friends, don't you, Logan? No, but I voted for Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love people who. Oh yeah, I have a lot of gay friends. I have a lot of black friends. Or people do say like, "Oh, I voted for Obama." Like, yeah. What do you want a cookie? Yeah, exactly. It was. He was better. <laughs> he was better than John McCain. John McCain decided to decided to have Sarah Palin as his vice presidential candidate. I, it's just that's the worst judgment of all. Yeah. What was what was you were you gonna say was a big story though? Well, I was gonna talk about the biggest story of all, Logan. Tiger Woods has yeah. just released a statement on his website, and here's what it says: "Quote, I have let my family down, and I regret those transgressions with all of my heart." All right. Clearly, first off, can we can we eliminate with all of my heart out of all these? Yeah. Clearly, you know, fabricated apologies, and he says he let down his family. These, these young kids, all right, obviously you let them down. They have no idea what's going on. It's just your wife. I have not been true to my values and the behavior my family deserves. I am not without faults, and I am far... I think he has been true to his values. His value is, I love getting laid. I value <laughs> young, hot chicks. That's what I value. So you think That's no the, problem. You think he did the right thing. <laughs> I don't think... Well, I mean, what do you... I don't... <laughs> Uh-oh! No, here's Looks the thing, like Logan. I stumped the, uh, you didn't stump me, Logan. Right I don't stump. I don't get stumped. This is the green room. I stump. You don't stump me. No, here's the thing. Why? I don't know why these guys insist on getting married. Why? If they, right. he could just hump the entire the entire female population, no one would give a crap. I, I mean, and and people act like, oh, oh my God, this is so immoral. Blah, blah. All right, like this, like this woman is totally without fault. Come on, let's let's be honest. Can we can we be honest for once? Obviously, this chick. All right, all right. It was true love, and he broke her heart. Let's be honest. There's a reason you're attracted to a goofy, uh, you know, yeah, a goofy looking dude. Because he's worth. Wife. Yeah, he's worth half a billion dollars. So you're telling me that when she came over to this country and she got in with the elite PGA Golf Tour Association, she became this. This babysitter and nanny. You're telling me that that was just some coincidence. It wasn't. It wasn't in the back of her head. Oh, I'll meet a. I'll meet a great eligible bachelor. That never. That never crossed her mind. She was in it for the love of taking care of kids. Short Please. of perfect. I am dealing with my. Be- All right. And another thing. If you're gonna apologize, can you stop? Stop throwing that in. I'm not perfect. Yeah, we know. We know humans aren't perfect. Behavior and personal failings behind closed doors with my family. Those feelings should be shared by us alone. Woods goes on to say. I love how they say they share feelings. Like it's this 
You know, like they're just sitting down. Hi, honey, would you like to share some feelings? Yeah, I want to smash your goddamn face in with a three iron. <laughs> Although I am a well-known person and have made my career as a professional athlete, I've been dismayed to realize the full extent of what tabloid scrutiny really means. For the last week, my family and I have been hounded. To His family and I have been hounded. Yeah, because that's what they're doing. They're getting the three-year-old. Is your is your dad a, a, an evil bastard? What does your mom think of your dad sleeping around? What's her take on it? I bet they bug the shit out of him. His when he's out with. His oh, I bet in they. Public, I bet they bug him and his wife, and he hasn't been out in public. To expose since intimate details of our personal lives, the stories in particular that physical violence played any role in the car accident were utterly false and malicious. Elon, referring to his wife, has always done more to support our family and shown more grace than anyone could possibly expect. <laughs> it's like saying it's not you. Yeah. It's me. Then what? What? Open. Just just say what? Just say what happened. Say yeah, or you know, I. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what do you what do you expect from this guy? He's worth half a billion dollars. He can get any chick that he wants, so he's gonna do it. <laughs> that's what they. That's what guys do. My my favorite part is how all the sponsors have to come out and say that they're behind him. Nike um, released this statement. We decide uh, we believe that it's a completely personally family matter that only should be dealt with Tiger and blah blah blah. It's like obviously you don't believe it's a personal matter, otherwise you wouldn't have put out the press release. But I I, I just love like if they really had his back, you know, like totally right. were like. Oh well, you know that chick. She was just in it for the money. Uh, this right. is <laughs> Gatorade. Totally is Tiger's side. She's just some. She's just a gold digging whore. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, if if you're gonna Nike go all the way, statement. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're gonna cheat, come on, Tiger. You're you're a smart man. You're a smart man. Don't don't go around leaving uh, voicemails all yeah, over the place. Yeah, that was a really incriminating. Voice hey, there. it's uh, it's Tiger. I need you to do me a huge favor. I, still, I love how he has it's to point Tiger. out, hey, it's Tiger. Oh, okay, I thought it was um, uh, someone else. Can you please uh, take your name off your phone? My wife went through my phone and uh, maybe calling you because we can. <laughs> why, did, why would taking his name off the phone have any effect? She's still going to have the number in there somehow, or she's still going to somehow be able to contact this chick. You know, by the way, you're 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 kind of siding and saying you can understand why Tiger's cheating, and I can too, but why is he cheating with the same one chick who has his number and stuff like that? No, no, no. He's and Now it's now like the floodgates are open, and he's been cheating with all these different chicks. Oh, I didn't hear that yet. Yeah, no, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's a guy who sleeps around, you know? My favorite is just yes. reading reading opinions in the paper. Um, here's a couple from the L.A. Times. The only thing he regrets is that he got caught. Please. If his wife hadn't found out about his cheating ways, he would still be cheating. What a loser he is. I have no <laughs> respect for him. I hope she divorced him and takes him for everything he's got. Logan, uh, let's take a little quiz. Do you think this was by a woman or by a man, this letter to the editor? Uh, definitely a man. No, it's a woman. Correct. Ellen and his children deserve much better than this. Where are the heroes anymore for our children to look to? This is such a disappointment. I will no longer look to Tiger as a hero of mine. Is this a woman or is this a man, Logan? That was a woman. That's a woman. Correct. And somehow I, I 
kind of doubt that Ashley Richards, who wrote into the LA Times sports section, I somehow doubt that she believed that Tiger Woods was her hero. <laughs> can, can we stop throwing around the word hero? He's yeah. a, if anything, that is heroic. He's a, he's an alpha male. <laughs> he's great at something that people struggle at. He's an amazing golfer. He's pulling down five hundred million dollars a year yeah. for this crappy economy. You know how much tax dollars Tiger Woods puts into the system every year? That is heroic. Yeah. This man is out there busting his ass. Golf is hard. All right. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but golf is really hard. He just wants a little hanky panky, you know. Yeah, maybe that's maybe supplement the, him for all the fun times he's not having because he's practicing all the time. Logan, you just figured it out. I don't even think you realized it, but you just figured it out. This is <laughs> I don't even, this what? is why I suck at golf. I'm like, what happened? This is <laughs> this is why I suck at golf. I I'm not banging all these hot cocktail waitresses. This is why when I drive, I shake it off 30 yards off the tee. I need I need a hot tail. Oh man, and of course people are gonna mess with him. Why not? You know, have a sense of humor about it. You, you're sleeping around, you messed up. Now you're gonna pay your wife a ton of money. Move on. I, uh, I found this on YouTube, or it came to my attention. The YouTube user Half Day Today posted this. It's a uh, remix of the Tiger Woods voicemail. Hey, it's uh, it's Tiger. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of the Chicken Nuggets RB song from McDonald's. I just, I just love, I just would have loved to see Tiger Woods' face when he was leaving this message, and then somehow be able to travel into the future and play him this song. Like, this is what you're creating. You don't realize you're creating a hot R&B track. Let's be honest. It, I love how they, you know, Sports Center or the media or everyone's. Will Tigers fans forgive him? Somehow I imagine, you know. Let's be honest. The uh, he was my hero, and I can never trust him again. So no. Tiger, Tiger, you destroyed Logan's hope. The hope that was created by Barack Obama. No, let's be honest. I have a feeling that <laughs> white, rich men, uh, the majority who have, who are golf fans, will somehow be able to look by. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, a, a, a man philandering. Somehow, I feel like he's going to find a sympathetic crowd. Well, Logan, I'd like to uh, take this brief moment to uh, talk about my uh, favorite partner, Amazon.com. Logan, it's holiday season. That's right. Amazon.com, they have some great deals. And uh, the way you access these deals is you go to ShantiGreen.com, click on the Amazon.link, and you... You're going to access savings. Me? 
Yes, you, Logan. Even you can access savings. Even a, even a guy, a simple man, a working class man like Logan. Logan, a, a simple man like yourself, you can get a Windows 7 netbook for under $350. What? Logan, how would you like a Blu-ray player for under $200? I would love that. Now, uh, now you got that new Blu-ray player, and of course you got your DVD player. How much percent off do you expect from uh, DVDs and Blu-rays? What would be a good percent off for you? Working class Joe Logan Lysica. Eh, 15%. 15%? Yeah. That'd be pretty yeah, good. That, that would be good. Well, now Amazon's offering 60% off. Whoa! Logan, <laughs> dial back to fake can't. enthusiasm. We want to keep it earnest. We want to keep it real. And I'm, I'm for real when I say... If you uh, get an ATT phone, BlackBerry, they got a dozen phones right now through Amazon.com for only a penny. I don't know. I, you got to be able to afford a penny. These are incredible deals, folks. I'm just hamming it up for comedy, but right. Logan likes to Logan likes to joke around. He likes jokes, and he can get a lot of comedy DVD CDs all at Amazon.com. I can play them in all my players. Exactly. Different machines I just bought. So make sure you check out ShantiGreen.com and then click over on the Amazon.com link. All right, well, we're hanging tight here. We got uh, Celeste Thornson coming in soon. Tim Wicks. Oh, yeah, no, he's Texas. not Celeste Thornson. <laughs> I know, I don't know what... No, it's all right, it's my buddy. Uh, yeah, she should be coming up here soon. <clears throat> um, until she does, let's see. While we're talking uh, sports, I don't know if you heard this, Logan, but um, we talk about Ron Artest a lot on this program. How can you miss Ron Artest? He admitted uh, earlier, earlier in the week that he... While he was with the Chicago Bulls, they were a really crappy team. He would drink Hennessy during halftime of his NBA games. Wow. Talk about talk about defined stereotypes. You're gonna admit to drinking Hennessy during the games. I don't know if I I don't know I don't know how I feel about that. How do you I get heartburn for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, I don't, I've never played uh, I've never played basketball drunk. I've played hungover. Like I've been really hungover. And uh, played basketball, and I was probably still probably drunk from the night before, but I've never actually consumed alcohol during the game and then played. I think uh, I did it. Well, I did experience something close. Our buddy Ryan, we were uh, playing a game. We had been out drinking the night before. During halftime, nothing rallies the team more than during halftime than one of the players going outside of the uh, middle school gymnasium and throwing up all over outside <laughs> before coming back to the game. <clears throat> I gotta give it up for Brian though. He still, still managed to uh, power through and uh, put out a great game. Well, let's see. Uh, last week was Thanksgiving, and uh, of course Thanksgiving they have a lot of games, uh, NFL games. The night game, Broncos and Giants. I had of course bet on the Broncos money line, meaning no points, and of course they won. I was really excited about that. But also, I don't know if you guys missed this, but Josh McDaniels, the coach for the Broncos. You know how they, like, mic up the sidelines or something? Yeah. For head coach Josh McDaniels. All we're trying to do is win him on a fucking game! Josh McDaniels. <laughs> pretty livid at his ball club. Pretty livid at his ball club. Trader with the kickoff. For people who have never played football, they are shocked and appalled by that kind of language. But trust me. <laughs> oh, I've yeah, heard, that comes with the territory. I've heard much, much worse out of any football player, any, any coach. My, my middle school Christian... <laughs> football team I was on. Yeah, we heard some. It's weird. Growing up, I, w- I always thought like, oh, man, these coaches are awesome. They 
they just really like hanging out with kids and right. you know they <laughs> just really us. love the sport of football and yeah they're friendly like us uh but no in fact they just love yelling vulgarity at small children <laughs> i'll never forget my uh high school coach for my freshman team we used to we used to, uh, you know, we were kind of a city team, kind of an urban mix, had some black guys, Puerto Rican guys. And we used to go and we on these bus trips, and we used to play these all-white teams up in the Pocono Mountains. You know, we were like an hour's drive from the Pocono Mountains, uh, you know, some high school teams up there. And I remember every time we'd go up to these Pocono uh, high school teams, I, looking back on it, I obviously should have seen it, but or seen it as bullshit, but he would come into, he would come into the, uh, the locker room and just go, man. I don't know if I can even repeat. I don't even know if I can repeat what they were saying about you, Ahmad. What they were saying about you, Terrell. And then he would just go off and list all these like horrible racial slurs that he he claimed the other oh my he, god that he claimed the other team was using against him. And I, I'd come out on the field like all fired up, like he's not an N word. You don't say that about Terrell. Like <laughs> oh man, did he win some championships with that strategy? Uh, not championships, but we we won a couple games that way. Nice. Hey. It's all about results, man. It's all about results. Let's see. Speaking of, oh man, speaking of Pocono Mountains, I'll, I'll share a personal story with you. I, I met this. I was uh, drinking before, having a couple of beers before I did a stand-up set, hanging out at the bar, and I'm wearing my uh, Phillies T-shirt, Mike Schmidt T-shirt, and this girl comes up to me and she's like, "Oh my God, you're a Phillies fan? Yeah, yeah, are you? Yeah, okay, yeah." And it turns out she's actually from the Pocono Mountains. And, uh, you know, she went to high school there. And then we had this great conversation about Philly sports teams. And then I guess she was just picking up food from the bar and then she was leaving. So it was this, like, oh, man, I got, I got to make a move. Got to make a move. And uh, what I settled on was just giving her my business card, which in hindsight, <laughs> it was a really bad move. Like, I saw the blitz coming. I panicked. I just, I checked down. I didn't, I got, you just got to ask the chick for a number. Given the business card, I, I just didn't know what to do. Just gave her the business card. I can tell she looked at it and was, I have a feeling she's not going to call. But if there. she's listening, she, dude, she, I think it's better than nothing. It's better she than really nothing. She really likes you. She we made your number. We made plans to potentially watch an Eagles game. So th- this girl is really a dream girl. I don't even know if I mentioned this, Logan, but guess what her job is? She's a student at UCLA, or she's going to be in grad school, but guess what her day job is? She works at the Rub, Tug, and Hug. <laughs> no, Logan. Oh, um, even it. better. She works as a waitress for Hooters on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, so, yeah. I was close. So, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wish that stuff kind of went down at Hooters. I'm sure that would... Uh, Sure, that would definitely help out the <laughs> just the rub and the, the frag uh, the sagging Hooters franchise. <laughs> What's up, Logan? I get it, sagging Hooter. Oh franchise. no, I I wasn't even going for that <laughs> joke. So how's your week been, Logan? I feel like uh, you good. know, let's take this time to get to know Logan a little bit. What have you been up to, Logan? Eh, just like freelancing around. I did some camera work on Monday for like we interviewed this old lady, and then uh. Didn't work for a few days, and then today I'm uh, today, tomorrow, and Saturday I'm painting a house, and then next week I'm going back to uh, into production for a different show. Now, what kind of what kind of program is this? This is a homosexual <laughs> uh, soap opera. Oh wait, so you are directing a homosexual soap opera? Second assistant directing. Second assisting directing. So you're below the top director on this homosexual soap opera. Yeah. What now? 
Now, what what kind of stuff goes on at a homosexual soap opera? Can you give us some of the plot lines? Like, what are the? Um, basically, this <laughs> this show is a web show, so every episode's like eight minutes long, and uh, it's uh, kind of an AIDS awareness thing put on by the Gay and Lesbian Center of L.A. So I, that, I mean, well, that's, that seems... that's the pitch anyway. That's the idea behind it. So it's a it's a soap opera that revolves around promoting AIDS awareness. Oh, AIDS awareness. So basically, it's a soap opera. So it's a bunch of gay dudes sleeping with each other and giving each other AIDS. <laughs> and you learn a lot through it all. What, <laughs> what do you? What kind of stuff did you learn from working on this homosexual soap opera, Logan? Well, you know, when a guy sticks his dick in your ass, you gotta he's gotta wrap it up. You gotta make sure too, and use plenty of lube. <laughs> So wait, was this stuff you didn't know going into? No, that into stuff's it? not in the show, but it is about wrapping it up and like this one dude like basically all right, this this is a graphic part. <laughs> it's well, I was going to say it's not graphic, but it is kind of graphic. But uh this one uh little plot line has this guy, he is at work and he's telling like his coworker like, "Oh, I uh I fucked David Raw last night, and his friends like his friends. This girl, he's like, "Ooh, so what? <laughs> I thought you guys were monogamous." And then he's like, makes his face, and then she goes, "Oh, you slut!" <laughs> and then so basically, like, he cheated on his boyfriend with some other guy, and he thinks he might have AIDS, and he might have given it to his boyfriend, whatever. So it's so, stuff like that. And as a reminder, really, World AIDS Day, it's important to get tested, important yeah. to to uh, obviously be protected. Don't we feel? Like the, I mean, maybe I grew up in the 80s, so I got really brainwashed with the message of safe sex and that kind of stuff. But don't we feel like the message is already out there? Yeah, it's I don't, you know, people are idiots though. They they do need to be reminded. Like a lot of people get pregnant and diseases and stuff. <laughs> like seriously, but, but, but that's but but pregnancy that's not covered in the gay soap opera, is it? Well, I'm just saying. Wrap it up like it goes with the right exactly thing. that uh that could be go that could go without saying, but uh should be said regardless. Yeah, it's, this show's definitely numbed me or uh <laughs> or like uh what's the word? <laughs> that was the only word I could think of. They've numb? numbed me to like or uh I don't know brought down my like I'm not freaked out by gay people anymore. I guess I don't know. Were you ever freaked out with by gay people like? Now we jo- we used to always. No, not really, but I mean, yeah, growing up, you know, you call your friends fags and stuff, and that's an right. insult. It's and still, like, it's being still gay kind... is not cool, you know, growing up, but. But now it's uh, cool as can be. Now you life. grew up. Um, where'd you <laughs> grow up originally, Logan? Fill people in. I, I feel like the the audience out there they need some Logan backstory. Where'd you grow up originally? Grew up in a little town called Little Elm, Texas. Little Elm, Texas. Now, yeah, I actually grew up in Arlington till I was twelve. And that's kind of a big city. It was kind of like an urban type of place, probably like similar to where you grew up. And then, uh, then I moved to Plano, which was this really, you know, kind of uh, snooty area. And then I moved out to the country. This is my parents moving. Right. Obviously, you living with your parents. Yeah. Now, where'd you go to college? Or what happened uh, in high school? Describe your high school experience, Logan, for the viewers at home, listeners. Well, at home. Uh, I was on the football team. Really, you were on the football team? Oh yeah. What I position you play, Logan? Oh really? Lineman. What uh, what position? You think so. Guard. Nice. I started. You like to you like to pull on guard. some sweeps and stuff? Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, that we was. We were too, right? Yeah, we can we can bond on the fact that we were both offensive guards. 
Now describe your playing so, experience. Did you play the entire four years? Just JV, varsity? I had a pretty standard, you know, experience. Like I didn't start freshman year, and but actually I started on some special teams or whatever. But I didn't really start freshman year. Uh, we just had a freshman team, and then I got to JV, and I I don't think I started my sophomore year. But then I started. Oh no, I started JV sophomore year. Joined varsity junior year, but didn't start, and then started senior year. Pretty, like, average, I guess, or okay. above average. So now, take us from there. How do you get end up from from being an offensive guard for a football team in Texas? How does that translate to being second assistant director on a gay soap opera? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's you, so you would, funny. You would think the two were quite contrasting because we always, we always bust your chops. You are always sensitive about the stereotype of, Everyone uh, thinks that Texas is just full of people who are racist and love guns. So we we always used to like <laughs> to make fun of you how you just had a lot of guns and were trying to right. outgit minorities. Obviously that that's far from the truth. But now how do you get from being offensive guard in right. Texas to being out here directing gay soap operas? Well, I went to uh, the University of Oklahoma. Oh, and. Uh, you know, learned film there, did some things for, like, uh, you know, toward the end of my tenure over at Oklahoma, I got I did some things for Independent Film Channel and Reader's Digest and stuff, like, little, like videos. Uh-huh. So, then I moved to L.A. to get more into producing, and uh, I got hired on Tom Green Live, where we met, and yep. I did that show for a while, and then uh, I was actually, I quit Tom Green Live, and I was... This is the full story of actually how I'm ended up here. So sure. I quit Tom Green Live, and then uh, through Tom Green Live, I actually met this other producer who uh, had my job at Tom Green like before I did. So uh, he wanted to hire me and use my camera that I had back then to uh, shoot this video for his new company. So I met up with him. We did that, and we bonded or whatever. But uh, the perch that we had, we were actually uh, set up to film like this time lapse of downtown LA. So all the buildings and everything we were kind Okay, of, so you set up for a time lapse of LA. Yeah, now, so this... we were perched up on a mountain and uh, this guy kind of walks up and he sees that we're shooting and we start talking to this guy. He's into movies too. And it turns out he's also into the internet. Oh, okay. Tom Green Live movies was and a, the internet. Uh, Tom Green Live was an internet show and he makes internet shows and this guy that I was talking to actually won an Emmy. He won the first Emmy by a broadband web show. And so we bonded through that, and through that he hired me. Now he hires me on all his projects, and this is So now I'm you're shooting a gay soap opera. Living, <laughs> exactly. the, living the Hollywood dream. Logan, go ch- go check and see if that chick is here. Okay. Because I'm at... Just like in the lobby? Yeah, just go check if she's in the lobby, because if she's flaking out, then I'm going to have to turn the show into ripping on her for the last five minutes. Feel free to give us a call, 323-203-0815. What's your take on the Tiger Woods uh, dilemma? What would you do if you were a Tiger? I, I I really think it fall it breaks down a lot by gender lines, not surprisingly. You know, guys obviously feel like, oh, hey, you know, hey, you know, Tiger, you know, what's a guy going to do? Women, women seem to be, oh, man, I can't believe he, I can't believe he, he would do that to her. 
I mean, the the reality is, obviously, you don't want to put your kids in that situation. It doesn't even seem like everything you read about the Tiger Woods situation. It doesn't even seem like he's a huge fan of the kids. I know that sounds awful, but he doesn't seem to be that adoring dad who's there every two seconds, like, oh my God, what? what oh, he just lost a tooth, or you know, he seems to kind of be an absentee father. So let's let's add it up. Absentee father, guy not wanting to hang around the house a lot. Jet setter, worth a ton of money. Obviously, you know, he's going to get involved in some things. And I think whenever I hear anything like this, you you go, you go got to go back to the Chris Rock uh, joke where a man is as faithful as his options are. A man with unlimited options, it's going to be tough to, f- to be faithful. And this chick, can you imagine the audacity? So you're telling me you this is what you're looking for in a husband. You're looking for um, possibly one of the best athletes in the world, a guy who's going to bring in a hundred, couple hundred million dollars a year, and a guy who's going to be faithful. You expect to find that triple package? I mean, most chicks, you know, most chicks, they're happy with, uh, you know, a guy who's pulling down 50, 60 grand a year, maybe a seven, you know, maybe like a seven when you marry him, most of his hair, some health insurance. I think that's what the average woman is looking for. Obviously, this chick is a lot more beautiful. So it you know it affords her a little bit more leverage when picking out a mate. It is funny that women look at like they can't even like wrap their mind around like why would you cheat with another woman? These they're they're so beautiful. But it's not just one woman. It's not like one woman. Oh man, that's enough. I don't need any more. Is she not here, Logan? She's not here. I went downstairs. Even yelled her name out the, <laughs> out the door. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we can start making fun of her. Um, let's be honest. Uh, this chick, first off, she <laughs> the email that you sent me stated herself as a beautiful actress. Like, who sends an email? That was in the uh, subject. That's a red flag. She self self described beautiful actress. She also described herself as a fashionista. What the fuck is a fashionista? Oh, I hate anyone. <laughs> Anyone out there that calls themselves a fashionista, stop it. Just stop. Stop. You're angering Logan. Ah, uh, I, did I? I told you about that guy I met that called himself a fashionista, right? Was it on the gay soap opera? <laughs> Close. Uh, so I went. Uh, some of you people out there know Jesse. He's my neighbor. He's kind of into this <laughs> rave crowd, you know. He's kind of an artsy guy. He's into this. You know, kind of an odd crowd, so we went to this uh, See, that, party. that's interesting. That's like the most positive way you could describe Jesse. I like that, Logan. That's what I Why, like about what? you. You're Mr. Positive. How would you describe him? Uh, you know, yeah, I guess I guess if I'm being positive, that's the way I would go. <laughs> All, right. All right, so sorry. So, uh, um, yeah, so I just, I'm just going to one of these parties with him, and it's a kick-ass party, but uh, there was this dude, there was this girl we know and her friend – and her friend is this black guy who's wearing, like, a police uh, uniform, but it's, like, all, you know, it's really gay-looking, but it's, like, extravagant and flamboyant. Hold, hold on, Logan. She's on. She's calling my cell phone now, so. Uh-oh. I don't know. I, you probably won't be able to hear, but. Yellow. Um, well, it's the, the show. We're just wrapping up the show now, so uh, it's not, you know, it's probably not worth coming in at this point. Oh no, it was 825. But uh it's all right. You know, what are you going to do? But uh yeah, if you I mean, I'll be down there later. The show we're just wrapping up the show now, so. Oh, okay. 
All right. Well, uh, yeah, next time. So, all right. I'll 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 talk to you after the show. All right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just give me a second. All right. Later. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. No, she I, said. I can kind of hear you in the room. Could but you kind of realize like in the headphones? Can't could, hear yeah, he couldn't hear it. But basically she called and said, oh, my God, I totally thought I had 840. I had 845 written down. Did it sound like a lie when she said it? No, oh, it, no, it didn't. Forty-five. No, you it know didn't. what it sounded like? It sounded like a hot chick being a hot chick. They don't, you know, they expect the <laughs> world to revolve around them. This Elon Norgren, she expects the world to revolve around her. That's what it is, Logan. These hot yeah. chicks, they're expecting a free ride through life, and I'm putting an end to it. All right, you're hot. Yeah, we like that. We appreciate <laughs> that. Okay, but you still have to show up on time. You still have to please your man, aka Tiger Woods. Yeah, so what, you had a baby. You still have to put out. This man has a lot of testosterone. He's a goddamn alpha male. He has his own line of Gatorade. Do you know how many chicks I would be sleeping with if I had my own line of Gatorade, Logan? I'd fuck you, sure. Was that, was that your question? What happened? No, Logan, please, please don't tune out the show while we're doing the show, all right? Can you, can you please just try to oh, remain concentrated? On the show, it's just you and me. I need you to listen. <laughs> I said, do you know how many chicks I would sleep with if I had my own brand of Gatorade? And you said you would sleep with me. That is not even coming anywhere close to answering the goddamn question. I got this this chick that I was supposed to interview that decides to show up whenever the fuck she wants to because, oh, it's not live radio. It's not. I'm on no time constraints. Ah. All right, Logan, the only thing that can cure it is one of your haikus. Take us out. Uh, can I have a thought this time? That's why I was distracted, because I didn't have haiku. Can you have a thought? A thought. I, I, a thought that I didn't get to say earlier. Sure. Sure. This is, uh, we'll start this over again. We'd like to present a segment to end the show, Logan's Thought. All right, but I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit. So, uh. Wrap it up. So, we're all in L.A. You've met these dancers, right? You've met a dancer that says he's straight, right? But clearly he's not, right? <laughs> Okay. Imagine you're that guy. You're this poor straight guy that's a dancer, and your job is to bury your face in that guy's crotch. That uh. I would say (laughs) no thanks. I don't need the job. All right. Thank you though, everyone, for uh, listening to the program. I apologize that the guest didn't show up. It's not my fault. I sent the email at the correct time. All right. That'll do it for this week in the green room. Thanks for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out ShantiGreen.com. And make sure you check out LegalZoom.com for all of your self-help legal needs. Referral code GREEN for The Green Room discount. She was really naive. Shit, she 